Hi everyone, and welcome to the Amazing Rewatch, and welcome to the season five finale. And we are happy you're here because it was a very good finale, in my opinion. It was. And I, I don't. You were saying like season five is the one that's known as like one of a fan favorite, a fan favorite. Yeah, and I can see why. Yeah. I've liked the whole season, but I just really like this finale. I don't know. It was yeah. It was a good one. It was an extra long episode, so we technically had two legs. Yeah, and so this should probably be another... This will be an extra long episode. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. want to know the original air date? Oh, yeah. September 21st, 2004. We're recording this in October of 2023, mm-hmm. so just a little over 19 years ago. And last episode, we were in the Philippines, and Chip and Kim used the yield on Colin and Christy and Colin and Christy were the last to check in but they weren't eliminated and they lost all their money and we were surprised that it was an elim- a non-elimination leg that leg but I like how they did that yeah I think it was good to change s- it up switch a it up a little bit in the little recap of the final four like you know when, how they do on the finale go through their whole journey and who's who's going to be the winner of the amazing race. And Phil said that Colin and Chrissy have taken first in six legs. Yeah. So I think that's definitely a record because. Yeah. yeah. Up until now. For Yeah. For now. Yes. So it's, it's theirs to lose, but we know that they don't win. (laughs) Yeah. And we've known that from the beginning. Because they come back for all stars and winners don't. Two all-stars. The first team to check in were Chip and Kim at 3.46 p.m. So they are leaving at 3.46 a.m. Oh, I do want to say before we get into this, though. So at the mandatory rest period, mm-hmm. there was, I mean, obviously, so Chip and Kim yielded them and they were very personally offended. Yes. <laughs> and then Colin and Chip are like in that hotel that they're staying at, that coconut hotel. And Colin talks to Chip and they hug and he's and Chip's like, Hey, I had to do it. There's no way we could have beat you just standing on our own or whatever. Like yeah, he's like, You know why? You know why we yeah, did it. it. We had to play the game and Colin's like, Yeah, I get it, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes to hug hug Christy and she's like, No. And she's like, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Don't hug me. I'm like, geez. It was really annoying. So we went in <laughs> we went into this thinking that Colin was gonna be the yeah. the quote unquote villain, but I think Christy had some moments just as bad as he did. Yeah, I agree. And I, I do I like Christy and I actually kinda like Colin too. So yeah. I they both have their moments. Yeah. They're not all bad. And and they're really strong team i think they're just both so competitive yes so they take it so serious and million dollars is serious but they take just like the game in general like they are very serious about it and they did not like that yield yeah yeah because they still bring it up a couple of times in this episode too yeah but they have no money and they are like down kind of asking people in a restaurant and then they get enough money to proceed with the leg and then yeah chip and kim are the first to depart at 3.46 a.m. And it says to make your way to the Jose Rizal Monument in Luneta Park. And Chip says, the race is getting serious. 
the chip fun time is over. Now it's Kim time. We're going to go for the jugular. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just sitting there smiling. (laughs) I think they have such a cute relationship. And then Linda and Karen leave at 354 and Brandon and Nicole at 357 and Colin and Christy at 402. So they were all really close. Yeah. And the whole last leg was very close. We said that we were going to be super curious on the departure times. Mm-hmm. What was it that they did right at the very end of last leg? Get in taxis from the bus. Oh, that's right. And they were very close. Yeah. Yeah. When Colin and Christy are leaving, they're like, the team we helped out the most in this race is the team that stabbed us in the back. I'm like, when have you like really helped them? Yeah, and I would say that you probably helped Brandon and Nicole more yeah. than Chip and Kim. Yes, I agree. So, so I don't know why he said that. <laughs> Nobody's like really helped a lot of people. Anybody? Yeah. Like there hasn't really been alliances. There's been a couple times where, I mean, I can just think of when they booked the long bus ride in Argentina and got the fast bus. Yeah, but. That you know, was, you could have done yeah. that on your own. Yeah. Anyways, it's annoying me that they're so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and when Colin and Chris, I mean, I keep doing Colin and Chrissy because I see, see the C. The C. Yeah. Yep. When Chip and Kim get to that clue box, it says, catch one of two charter flights to El Nido. It's spelled N I D O. The first flight, the first charter has two teams and leaves at ten forty-five, and the second charter has the other two teams and leaves at eleven thirty. Then make your way to the boat dock and choose a marked boat, and the driver will take you to a buoy that has your next clue. Chip and Kim are on the first charter, and Chip says, "I thought this was interesting." He's like, "We happen to be fortunate enough to be on the first charter," <laughs> and I'm like. You guys got to give yourself some credit like it just didn't it didn't just happen yeah you weren't just fortunate enough like you earned that spot yeah so and the other team on the first flight are brandon and nicole mm-hmm. obviously the boy moms and colin and christy are on the second one the boy moms boy moms bowling moms oh i thought you said the boy moms oh bowling like, <laughs> how do we know they have boys <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> bowling moms so that first team lands and both teams take a jeepney together to yeah. the harbor and get on a boat. And then the second flight lands. It's not that long after. Yeah, it's only 45 minutes. But the moms and Colin and Chrissy, they get on different jeepneys and race to the harbor. At this point, none of them had their backpacks. So I thought that was interesting. I was like, did they already like let their stuff go? Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't notice. But they didn't, which comes yeah. into play later, actually. Yes, it so, does. <laughs> um, the first two teams, which were Chip and Kim and Brandon and Nicole, get out um, to the buoy. And the clue says to use the binoculars in the boat and search three islands for flags. And only one of the flags is the flag of the Philippines. So. There's like they're like these really big flags sticking up out of the sand mm-hmm. that yeah when they're from their boat they can look through the binoculars but they have to go up to the beach where the flag is because there's a clue box at 
clue box at each flag. And three, there's three flags. Only one of them is the Filipino flag. So that's the only one that's going to have the clue. Yes. Would Do you know what the Philippine flag looks like? I would have been able to tell between the three of those. Yeah. But nobody else, nobody on this no. whole show knew. And they're not allowed to ask their boat driver for help. And if they get the wrong one, it's like 20 minutes in between the islands. Mm-hmm. So they really want to get it right on the first time. Yeah. So Brandon and Nicole end up just kind of like following Chip and Kim to the first flag. They they just are like, okay, there's one over there. Let's go. They mm-hmm. both go over there and it's not right. But Chip is the only one that gets out of the boat to look at the clue to see that it's wrong. And then Brandon and Nicole just like wait in the boat to see what they find out. Mm-hmm. So then they move on. They head to the next one and Chip and Kim are like, well, if this is the right one, we're going to act like it's not because they're not going to get out of the boat and look at it. Mm-hmm. They're just like following us. And that's exactly what happens. Yeah, he gets out, he gets the clue, and it says, congratulations. And then he's like, shucks. <laughs> yeah. And then Brandon's like, is it it? And he's like, no. And then he like looks at him, he's like, Chip, is that it? And Chip's like, no, it's not. Like they asked him a couple of times and he's like, no. So, okay. So A, do your own work, like get out and Mm -hmm. look for yourself because they weren't quite sure in the first place. And then two, A and two, (laughs) B, (laughs) like if you're going to ask over and over again and not trust them, then refer back to A and just get out and do your own work. And realize that you're at the very end of a million dollar race and- yeah, he, so even though it was a lie, yeah, like two there. or three legs go, he probably would have told you the truth. Yeah, but now he's going for the jugular. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that clue that he gets, it says, make your way along the shoreline of the island to search for the flags. When you get there, put on snorkel gear and you have this area that you have to search for these giant clams. There's four of them and they each have a clue inside. So Chip and Kim are off and then Brandon's like, I'm going to check. And he gets out and he, it seems like they had already like started going because he had to swim into the, yeah. and then he's like, Chip and Kim flat out lied to our faces. Yeah, because it's a a game. Yeah. (laughs) And then Colin and Christy and the moms get to the buoy and get the clue. And they also don't know what the Filipino flag looks like. I'm like, they've been... They've done a whole leg in the Philippines. They've not yeah, seen a flag you, like, the whole were you time. Not at the airport. Were <laughs> yeah. you not? And Colin, he gets kind of upset about this. He's like, "We've had a guidebook in every other country, and we didn't get a guidebook this time. And I can't believe it. The only time that we needed it, and not the only time, but it would have come in handy right here." Mm-hmm. So he kind of gets mad. Then we cut back to Chip and Kim and Brandon and Nicole, right? Yeah, and they are snorkeling around trying to find the clam (laughs) nicole finds one and she's like come help me help me and so chip thinks something is wrong well the way she said help yeah did seem like she was like like, struggling yeah and she didn't have a life jacket on Mm -hmm. and she kind of was just like almost not like bobbing there yeah so chip like swims over there and he's like are you okay and She's like, yeah, and Brandon's like, beat it, Chip. Yeah. Like, they think that he's going to steal their clue. I'm like, no, you're saying help me. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm just coming to check on her. I'm like, yeah, because he's a nice guy. Yeah. So Brandon dives down and gets the clue. And then Chip finds one pretty close after. And the clue inside of the clam is a roadblock. And it mm-hmm. says, have vertigo, don't go. <laughs> and nobody seems to know yeah. what vertigo is. They all ask, what's vertigo? <laughs> yeah, they, nobody knows. So they have to use an ascender to pull themselves up a 150-foot cliff and get a clue at the top and then repel down. It looks really hard. It looks so hard. Like, because it's just constant, like, you have to, like, kind of, like, push up with your, or push down with your legs and pull up with your arm at the same time. And But you, like, stand as you're pulling up. So, they, the instructions, when they're telling them, they keep saying it's in your leg. Like, the the motion is in your legs. You need to stand. That's what's going to pull you up. But a lot of, I think a lot of these people just don't really know how to do it. Yeah. And they're using a lot of upper body strength. Yeah. I'm not that I, I'm a oh professional gosh. and know what I'm talking no, about, but I that's know. the way they were explaining it. But it looked really hard. Yeah, I think both of us would probably struggle with this one. Oh, yeah. But, um, of course, Nicole is like, Brandon, you're going to do it, right? And Kim is like, well, Chip, you're going to do it, right? Yeah. So, Brandon and Chip are the ones to do the roadblock. And... Meanwhile, the moms and Colin and Christy are out on the boat looking at the flags. Yeah. And the first one they go to is wrong. And so... And they both go to that one at the yeah. same time. So Colin and Christy head out to the next one and the moms are like, well, let's go to the other one because either way we're going to be behind. Yeah. And it might be right. If we follow them, we're going to be behind them. If we go this way and it's right, then we'll be ahead. If it's wrong, we'll still be behind. Yeah. So they were just like kind of uh, it was risky like It's a gamble, mm-hmm. but it ended up paying off because they got the right one. Yeah. And this is when Colin got really mad. He's like, too bad I'm an ignorant American and I don't know my <laughs> flags. <laughs> There's a lot of flags, Colin. Yeah. It's hard. I, I mean, I'm pretty good at world flags. I could probably identify a hundred out of the 200 plus countries. Oh, not me. But that's still 100 flags that i don't know yeah so and this was before it was very like well people known now you know. take notes oh yeah and pay attention and i feel like if we get on the race it will be like we'll be taking notes of every single thing because mm-hmm. there's been and legs of the race where it's like what was the person on the mat wearing yeah on their head or like what animal did you see on this leg yeah like very, <laughs> very a obscure lot of cool. and yeah. detailed stuff. I feel like we'll be writing every single thing down. Yeah. <laughs> and doing a lot of like sporkle quizzes. Oh yeah. <laughs> we there's this website called Sporkle and it's just like a website of like thousands and thousands of just quizzes. Yeah. That you can you can do quizzes about anything, but our favorites are like the geography quizzes. Yeah. And so we would do lots of world flag quizzes. Yeah. To, it's called, it's spelled S-P-O-R-C-L-E. Yes. So, yeah, it's just a bunch, it's a free website and there's a tons of And it's seri- it's serious time suck. Oh, yeah. Because once I get started, it's usually about an hour or two that yeah. I I love the, I love Harry Potter the, ones uh-huh. and Amazing Race ones. Yeah. And like. Disney. Yeah, pretty much anything you think of. There's <laughs> yeah. a 
It's super fun. It. Yeah. And they are not sponsored or <laughs> anything, but you should be. Sporkle, you should sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Well, the moms get to the snorkeling thing and Colin and Christy still haven't got the right clue. I mean, they get it now. They're quite a ways behind. Probably 20 minutes. Yeah. And Linda finds the clam clue quickly and Colin and Christy are getting there as they're leaving to the roadblock. Karen's voice is so hoarse. Oh, yeah. She's lost her voice for sure. Yeah. I wonder if she got sick. She's probably still run down from doing this race for so many days. Your your body would probably be like, what's going on? Yeah. This is weird. I don't know (laughs) what time it is. You haven't slept a full night's sleep in in a month. Yeah. Anyway, but Karen does decide to do the roadblock. And then... So we have Chip and Brandon doing the roadblock. So Chip started first, but like Chip, they kind of started at the same time, but Brandon just gets the hang of it right away. Yeah. And he goes like so fast. Yeah. And Chip can't seem to get the hang of it and he's really struggling. And it doesn't, that doesn't seem surprising because like Brandon is very fit and not that Mm -hmm. Chip is like out of shape, but just not as in shape as Brandon. Yeah. And he seems really like tall and just like a, stocky guy so like, yeah. that's a lot of weight to push yourself up too yeah so. it looks really hard yeah and nicole's like standing there looking up at brandon <laughs> going up and she's like cheering him on and stuff and she's like i feel bad i don't do anything and she's like but i'm not gonna feel so bad when i have that check in my hand <laughs> yeah you should feel bad nicole yeah she really doesn't do anything yeah i have all the statistics after this <laughs> But Brandon gets up there and gets the clue and descends down. And the clue says, Take a two-person kayak and paddle to the next pit stop, which is at the beach at Logan Island. Yeah. The last team to check in will be eliminated. Yes. And we knew that that would happen. So Chip is still going up. Karen starts doing the roadblock. Um. As Chip is going, he's just having a hard time and he keeps saying like a million dollars, a million dollars. And honestly, like that's what I would have to say to myself too, like <laughs> yeah. for every single thing, like a million dollars, a million dollars. And he finally finishes and heads back down and they get to head to the pit stop. Yeah. And this kayak doesn't seem like it's too far away from where no. they are now because Brandon and Nicole check in and they're team number one and they win a Caribbean vacation. Mm-hmm. And Nicole is looking much happier to be here. Oh, yeah. Now that they're like, I don't know, the last few legs, she seems like she just was ready to go home. Yeah. Karen is probably about a third of the way up, would you say? Yeah. When Colin and Christy arrive and you kind of know what's going to happen here. Yeah. Because Colin is like... (laughs) He's like a what are you know like a bull at a rodeo just like oh yeah like he's excited and ready and just like ah they're trying to get his gear on and he's just like free and Christy's like crying I love you so much She's I like, wouldn't want to do be, this I believe yeah, in you I wouldn't want to be here with anybody else I like so emotional yeah and it it would be so intense mm-hmm. and I feel really bad for Linda and Karen. Linda was at the bottom saying, like, I couldn't do this. Like, Karen's mm-hmm. superwoman. So if she can finish this, like, it would be amazing. Yeah. And she's, like, trying to cheer her on. She's like, come on, Karen. Come on. You can do this. Your kids are going to be so proud of you. And 
Meanwhile, Colin is going and he's just like cruising up mm-hmm. that cliff. And he does at one point kind of run out of steam, but he still passes her. Yeah. Pretty easily. Way fast and gets the clue first and comes down. So team number two to check in were Chip and Kim. And team number three were Colin and Christy. <laughs> so as Karen's descending, the music is so sad it is sad and she's like i'm sorry linda yeah like don't be sorry like you did the best you could yeah so linda's being like a really good teammate Mm because she's like she's like i could never have done that you are so awesome like you you know and karen when they're checking in so they check in as team number four and they're eliminated and they're doing their post-race interview things and and karen's like all my kids are grown up now and leaving for college i'm gonna have to start a new chapter in my life and this this game or this show has shown me how much i can do and like my life's not over it's just beginning and linda's like i couldn't have made it up that you know like this wasn't your fault don't you dare say that and they're just they're such a good teammates and they didn't fight very much just that one time in New Zealand. But other than that, they were super supportive of each other mm-hmm. and seemed to be really good friends. So Pretty cohesive team. Yeah. Very sad. Mm-hmm. They, they are definitely a fan favorite team in a fan favorite season. Yeah. I just want to say one, Christy and uh, at the roadblock, she's like, I wish the moms would have passed Chip and Kim and give them their karma. So it's one more mm-hmm. mention of the yield that they're just upset about. But my thoughts were, I wonder when they come back in season 31, if they ever use the yield on somebody or a U-turn or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because if they're hypocritical about it, because yeah. they were very upset about this. I know watching this season makes me want to just watch next episode 31. I mean, season 31 next. Yeah. <laughs> But that's not going to be for a while. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, okay. I'm going to tell you. Well, before you tell about that, I'm going to tell you about the place. Cause oh, yeah. Okay. There's not a lot of information. So yeah, I was going to say I haven't even heard of this. So. El Nido, it's just a part of the Philippines. It's in this province called Palawan. And there's only about 50,000 people. And it's just basically a touristy place. I mean, obviously, there's fishing and stuff like that, but it's very catered towards tourism. It's about 260 miles southwest of Manila. It's known for its white sand beaches, coral reefs, limestone cliffs, and just, like, a very popular spot for, like, a lot of international travelers and things like that. It's composed of 45 islands which the the Philippines has over 7,100 islands. It's not that big of a country, but there's a lot of islands. Yeah, there, there's a ton of islands. And the government made the entire area of El Nido a turtle sanctuary in 1984, and then a marine reserve park in 1991, and a managed resource protected area in 1998. <laughs> Looks like a fun place. Yeah. They were commenting about like how pretty it is. Like it's just like mountains like mm-hmm. jutting right out of the ocean. And it kind of looks like the southern part of Thailand yeah. to me. Which, which is very sense. close by. Yeah. <laughs> but if people, people, I feel like more people know Thailand than the Philippines. And that's kind of what it looks like. But 
the white sandy beaches. I always think about going to like the Maldives or something like that, mm-hmm. which are really f- hard to get to for yep. Americans. I think the Philippines would be more doable because if you go over the Pacific to the Philippines, because the Maldives, I feel like you have to go. Yeah, it's very remote. It's like 24 hours of travel. Yeah. Basically. Anyways, I want to go to the Philippines now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, Linda and Karen, some of their race statistics are they were the first all-female team to be in the top four. Oh, wow. They were the first team to be eliminated on the 12th leg of the race because every other time the 12th leg has been non-elimination. Oh, yeah. And they were the first team to have to surrender their money as a penalty because that was the new twist in this season. So they their average was 4.17, so very consistent with their overall placement. Yeah. Did they ever get a number one? They did not. Their best was second in the last the one the right two before. previous legs. Yeah. They took third, fourth, sixth, sixth, seventh, and that was the non-elimination. Sixth, third, fourth, third, second, second, fourth. Hmm. And then I think we were saying that it, from what we could gather and what it felt like, it seemed like Linda did more roadblocks. Yeah. But it was actually pretty even. Karen did six and Linda did five. Oh, wow. Yeah. That surprised me. Me too. Karen's Facebook is deleted. It doesn't exist anymore. I can't really find much information about her. Oh, maybe she has an Instagram though. She does have an Instagram. Oh, good. Okay. She looks pretty much the same. She kind of looks like my old neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like she does a lot of quilting and still a lot of bowling. Pretty much all of her Instagram is quilt pictures. So, and possibly grandparent. Because there's pictures of little kids. And if she said 20 years ago that her kids were graduating high school. Yeah. These are probably not her kids. (laughs) Yeah. So, very good. Okay, well, I'm glad I found that because I was going to be curious And Linda does have a Facebook, and she seems to update pretty regularly. She looks very much the same, just older. They're in their 60s now, so. And they come back for an All-Stars, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, why did I think that they did? Or why did I think somebody said that? I don't know. Maybe I thought they did, but they do not. And there was, like, when I Googled, like, what happened to Karen and Linda, there was a few things, actually, that were, like, why didn't they ever get asked back? Like, people would have loved to see them again in an all-star season. But yeah. they didn't. They might have been asked and said no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, I think that is all for this first leg. Well, this first half of this episode, and then yeah. we have the final leg now. Alrighty, well, Brandon and Nicole are the first ones to leave, and they leave at 3.16 a.m. And the clue says, make your way to the city of Calgary in Alberta, Canada. So you'll take a charter to Manila and then board a flight to Calgary. 
Once you get there, take a taxi 80 miles to the to Lookout Mountain, put on snowshoes, and hike 1,000 feet to the top of the Continental Divide to get your next clue. That'd be really weird to read that as you're sitting on a white sand beach. Yeah, we're going to go snowshoeing? Yeah, <laughs> let's go snowshoeing. And they get $630 for this lake. That's a lot. I'm like, why? I feel like, well, they don't have to buy a plane ticket. And they're going to be running so fast that they probably don't even want to stop or eat or any. I don't know. It was. I don't know. I wonder if like the gondola to go up to the, the mountain in Canada is probably pretty expensive. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So Chip and Kim leave at 340 and Colin and Chrissy at 346. So it took Chip a long time to do that. It did, yeah. Because he started was like at the same minutes. time as Brandon. Mm-hmm. And he is half an hour ahead. And C- Colin did it fast. Yeah, He's only they were six, six minutes, minutes behind. Because oh. they, did, they did show up right when Chip and Kim were leaving, leaving. right? Mm-hmm. So how? I don't know how he did it so fast. He did it, came down, and kayaked to the pit stop in six minutes. It's impressive. Wow. Unless it took Chip and Kim a long time to kayak as well. Yeah, that could have been the case. But Anyways, yeah. I was like, wow, that time. And I rewound it because I'm like, that can't be right. I did too. <laughs> I was like, 3.40? Did I write that down right? Was it 3.30? Like, yeah. Yeah. I second-guessed myself, but that's what it said. And Chip says that Colin and Chrissy have been making mistakes the yield the um the yield sent them into a tailspin that they won't be able to come out of. So we'll see. And then they're all on the same charter flight to Manila. And it looks like all on the same flight to Calgary. There was no airport drama. They were just like they're all teams are on the same flight to Calgary. Yeah, it didn't even it seemed like they had it booked for them or something. Could have been, yeah. But yeah, they all go to Calgary. So I'll tell you a little bit about it first. Calgary is a city in Alberta. It's the largest city in Alberta. It has a population of about 1.3 million. It's the third largest city in the fifth largest metro in Canada. It's kind of a weird way to word that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Calgary is situated about 80 or 50 miles east of the Canadian Rockies. In 2015, Calgary had the largest number of millionaires per capita in, of Canada. And in 2022, Calgary was ranked alongside Zurich as the third most livable city in the world, ranking first in Canada and North America. In 1988, Can- Calgary was the host city for the Olympic Winter Games. And Calgary is one of the youngest cities in Canada with a median at age of 36 years old and almost a quarter of calgary's population is foreign born and calgary has the calgary stampede which is the largest rodeo in the world i would live in calgary yeah it it says the lowest temperature ever recorded was 40 negative 47 degrees Hmm. but (laughs) the highest temperature was 97 degrees so it's very uh seasonal yeah but cold winter it says average summer. average lowest temperature is like negative 10 to 20 which that gets out like that here sometimes yeah 
it seems similar to Utah, actually, because it says, like, a funny saying there is, like, oh, you don't like the weather? Just wait a few minutes. Yeah. It kind of seems similar to Utah. It's at the same, like, it's pretty much directly north of us, isn't it? Yeah. Like, well. Maybe a little bit more east. I think a little bit more east, yeah. And there is a lot, like, a big skiing Mm -hmm. industry there. And so, yeah. Lots of young people there, too. Lots of young people here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seems very similar. So it would just be a Canadian Utah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yep. That's Calgary. Okay. Well, that sounds fun. Um, well, they arrive in Calgary on their plane, and they are running out to get taxis. Chip and Kim are the last one to get a taxi, and they were like, we were not prepared for this cold weather. Like you said, they were just in like the Warren Beach area and now they're going to this cold climate. And they did film it in the winter, so it's probably pretty chilly. And they change into their snow clothes like in the taxi mm-hmm. and the others change in the, the gondola. gondola. So that slowed them down a lot, yeah, I think. It did. And... I was wondering, like, where they got all their winter gear. So there's, like, the Amazing Race Fans Facebook group. And I'm pretty sure somebody that was a former racer in there said that, like, if they go to these cold climates, the race provides the coats and snow Uh gear. Well, they all had the same hat. Yeah. Like like Maple Leaf Canada. Yeah, Yeah, but, like, and and then each couple had a matching coat. Like, their coats were the exact same. So, yeah. Yeah, Nicole's coat was, like, huge on her. <laughs> so the race does provide that stuff, but they still have to change into it. And Colin and Christy and Brandon and Nicole, since they changed in the gondola, they got up there first. And so they're, like, getting their snowshoes on and trekking up. A thousand feet is a lot. Yeah. And it, it looks does. Hard. It looks really hard. It's, like, up a ski slope mm-hmm. that people come down on. <laughs> That's <laughs> looks. It looked really hard. Nicole and Chrissy are both struggling and Brandon's like just picture Jesus standing up there with his arms open for you (laughs) and you're running to him (laughs) and then Colin has a different method of getting Chrissy motivated by yelling at her Mm -hmm. and he's like they're gonna catch up you gotta hurry and he's like turn around and look how close they are they are gonna get us like he is yelling yeah he doesn't have a nice tone at all so she like he ends up like holding out his poles behind him so that Christy can hold on to them and he like pulls her up the mountain and they finally get to the top and get the clue and it says you have made it to the top of the continental divide make your way to the base of the olympic cauldron which is 80 miles away at the olympic park mm-hmm. and chip and kim start hiking as Colin and Christy and Brandon and Nicole make their way down the mountain. And Kim did really well. Yeah. At the bottom of the mountain, she was like, she's like, I couldn't do that. I can't climb straight up that. And he's like, don't say what you can't do. But she was like way faster than Chip. Yeah. And Colin and Christy get in their taxi and Brandon and Nicole as Chip and Kim get their clue. So that's just kind of how far behind they are. And they get to the Olympic Park and the clue box, it's like frozen. There's 
ice. I didn't notice that. There's ice on the clue box. Like, it's that cold there. But the clue is a detour. And when they opened, when they were getting there and it was dark and cold, I thought they were going to say, like, operating op- hours, 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they don't. So the detour is slide or ride. So slide is um, do a two-man luge down the course. Your speeds can reach up to 40 miles per hour, and you have to do it in 34 seconds, or you have to repeat it. The accepted competitive speed for amateurs. <laughs> yeah. Or ride is take a mountain bike down the slalom course, and you have to pass the gates, and you have to do it in three minutes. And Phil says, it's not as scary. And the bikes are right next to the cauldron where they are right now. I'm like, not as scary. I know. Again, I'm. this is the second <laughs> yeah. bike task that he's like, it's not a scary task. And yeah. I'm like, um, no. Yes, it is down very a scary. Down frozen hill? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a steep hill. It's <laughs> <That's> really scary. <laughs> so, Colin and Christy do luge. And Brandon and Nicole. Well, Nicole, Nicole chooses luge. But Brandon's like, are you sure that's the right choice? Maybe in second guessing her, she's like, stop second guessing me. That drives me crazy. And he's like, well, look, the bikes are just right there. Let's do the bikes. And she's like, okay, because they're right there. Yeah. And Colin this was a terrible choice. Yeah. (laughs) Colin and Chrissy do the luge on the first run in 30 seconds. And it was really fast and pretty easy. And... Brandon and Nicole really, well, Nicole really struggles going down the hill, mm-hmm. which I don't blame her. Her bike is so tall, she can't even put her feet down on the ground. And yeah. it looks scary and it's cold. And so they get like, they do their first run. They get probably like, I don't know, halfway down and their time runs out. So they have to go back up to the top. And the guy at the top does put her seat down, but he it didn't have like a whole new bike. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't make a difference, though, because they go again, and Nicole flips out. Yeah. She's, she really has a breakdown right yeah. here. I I typed out, she's having a bit of a flow moment. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she's, like, crying. She's throwing the bike. She's having just to come apart. And Brandon is like, you're being hysterical. Like, it's okay. Let's just go do the luge, you know. And he gives her a piggyback ride down the whole rest of the way. Yeah, she... He's he's really nice. I mean, he does say hysterical, which I don't I don't think that's a good word to use when somebody is upset. It's true though. <laughs> she but, was being crazy. Yeah, but at this point like he was not listening to her. It was freezing. It was the middle of the night. It was scary. It was like I would I don't like blame her, but she was very upset. So he's like it's okay. We'll do the luge. It's not a big deal. He's being very calm, which I think it's a good thing in a relationship. Yes. Somebody has to stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> and the clue that Colin and Christy got first, it says, fly to Dallas, Texas and make your way to the Fort Worth stockyards to get the next clue. So they immediately head to the airport. Did I not say Dallas <laughs> yeah, was going to be the final city? You I did. had no idea. I just... Because we mentioned Dallas randomly in the episode. And I was like, sure, why not? We haven't Mm -hmm. been to Dallas yet. And here we go. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, Jessica was right. I was wrong. It wasn't Detroit. (laughs) When Colin and Chrissy get to the airport, it seems like all counters are closed. 
So he's trying to book tickets on like a payphone. And Chip and Kim finally get to Olympic Park and they choose luge or they choose slide. But they crash. Oh, so Brandon and Nicole did the slide and they did it the first time in yeah. 30 seconds. And he's like, wow, that was easy. And she's like, I told you. <laughs> I told you. That's what I wanted to do. Um, yeah. So Colin and Chrissy are from Texas. And Brandon and Nicole are also from Texas. And I know Texas is a huge state, so Dallas could be very far away from both of them. I'm pretty sure Dallas is really far away from Corpus Christi and Houston. Those are both like southern Texas. So they might not have even spent a whole lot of time in Dallas, but still they were excited that they would get to go home to Texas. So Chip and Kim are doing the luge, and I thought it was hilarious. Like, why did they make the women lay on the bottom and like the men lay on top of them because chip like he just like was laying right on top of her. i know he was way like, bigger than her that looks so uncomfortable and when christy did it like her hair was just like oh, laying on the ice I was that's like, what i was thinking her hair too. is gonna get ripped out i know why did I'm they like, not make her put that in a ponytail they didn't put a helmet or anything on her her hair is just flowing free and she's gonna get like scalped on this thing yeah but she had a helmet on i thought pretty sure they all had helmets on oh maybe the a helmet but her hair was still out yeah but they yeah chipping came crash and twice a couple of times yeah and they finally get it and head to the airport but when brandon and nicole are heading to the airport in the car she was like i would i wanted to do that and he was like he was like she's like i wanted to do luge i, w- I wish we would have done luge yeah and he was like okay yeah it's my fault we lost a million dollars because of me. And it's like, well, you guys still have to fly in. I know. Like, you're all going to meet up at the airport yeah. right here. And he says in a little interview, I love Nikki and I love being with her. But I'm just not sure yet. I don't have peace that this is the right relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no. That's like the first time they've said anything about. Yeah. They seem like they've <laughs> been. Very in love. Yeah. Very. I don't know. They. They don't seem like they get, like, really, like, excited about anything, but, like, not really, like, super mad about anything, too. They've seemed pretty even the whole time until yeah. right yeah. now. Where are we at? So, Chip and Kim, they try again. They get a few more instructions on how to steer the luge. And it's much smoother this time. And they finish in 32.99 seconds. So, they had one second to spare. And they are able to get the clue. Yep. So... Brandon and Nicole and Colin and Christy are at the airport at this time. And Colin is thinking ahead. He wants to call and have like a driver ready. So he calls somebody in Dallas and says like, I want your best driver. Who knows the city. Yeah, familiar with the city and can get us there quickly. I want him there with his trunk open waiting for us. Which I thought was so smart. Yeah, it like, really was. I'm like, oh, put that in our little <laughs> in our free race. <laughs> um What's the thing I'm thinking of? I don't know. Bag of tricks. That's yeah. the word I'm thinking. Colin and Christy and Brandon and Nicole get a flight booked on American Airlines that goes directly from Calgary to Dallas. That leaves at 7.03. And they head to a nearby hotel to rest because that's not till like the next morning. Mm-hmm. And they start packing up all their clothes in these in boxes. cardboard boxes and taping them up. 
because they say that they're to me it looks like they're going to put them in the mail or something that's what i thought too but they say they're going to check them at the airport yeah and this is important yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you were just gonna like ship them home like that's a good idea why would you take boxes to the airport yeah so when when do we get to that point i'll tell you what i was thinking or wondering okay so call i mean chip and kim are at the airport on a phone calling about tickets and while kim is on the phone she's like oh really what happened and it's like dun 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 yeah and we're like oh what they didn't get a flight they didn't get it's booked or something you know but actually the flight that she hangs up the phone she's like well this is real interesting (laughs) (laughs) the flight that colin and christy and brandon and nicole are on has been delayed until 9.50, so almost three hours. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we're going to purchase and, the And next- this is brand new information. Yeah. They like, they're like, the airline just found this out, so this is probably the flight that they're on, and they probably don't know yet mm-hmm. that this flight is delayed. So they're like, we're going to purchase the next best tickets. I think they purchased tickets on there just in case. Then they start looking for other tickets. And they find a United flight that has a layover in Denver. With the delayed flight, this United flight should arrive two hours before oh, the delayed yeah, two flight. Hours. And so they go to that same hotel and they meet up with everybody. And Brandon's like, oh, we're all on the same flight. Yeah. And Chip and Kim are like, mm, <laughs> we're just going to keep this information to ourselves. And Chip is so funny. He's sitting there. He's like, look at us just chilling like a villain. <laughs> and he's like laughing to himself i'm like oh gosh and they like sneak out of the hotel in the middle before everybody wakes up because they don't want them to see them or ask or anything like that were they sleeping in the lobby like where were they sleeping it looks like it was just like the lobby like a conference room or something they were just kind of like in a side room they probably were just going to be there for a couple hours yeah and didn't pay for a whole room Chip and Kim are there checking into their flight at United Desks. Yeah. And, and they're like, we trying don't want to be, be sneaky. standing here yeah. when everybody else arrives. So let's hurry and check in and get out of here. But Brandon and Nicole walk in with these big cardboard boxes <laughs> <laughs> and get to the ticket counter. And they're told that the flight is delayed. And they're like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, we have to get to Dallas as fast as can- we can. So the problem is the flight from Calgary to Denver is completely full. And then Denver to Dallas is also completely full. <laughs> so they're like, they're all overbooked. They're not just sold out. They're overbooked. Booked. This guy at the desk, like the way that he said, I'm sorry, it's completely full. He sounded exactly like the guy on Home Alone that's telling. Oh, really? Kevin's mom. I'm sorry. The flights are... Com- it, he kind of looks like him and he sounds like him. And I was like, holy cow. It was like a flashback of Home Alone. Hmm. I didn't get that. So, let's see. Then Colin and Christy arrive with their boxes as well. And they both get on the standby list. They see that Brandon and Nicole are at United. Oh, yeah. They're, they're like, like, why are they there? Yeah, what are they doing? What are they doing there? So they go to American Airlines, find out the flight's delayed, and then go over to United and try to get on the same flight. Yeah. And Chip says, this is a mistake on Colin's part. The old Colin would have booked flights on four different airlines by now. Like, he's lost his edge, you know, (laughs) like. He was feeling too good. Mm -hmm. He was feeling very 
proud of himself. Very happy. But it turns out that there is an American Airlines flight that gets into Dallas at 124, which is only 18 minutes behind Chip and Kim. So this, okay, so it kind of gets confusing here because that flight is from Denver to Dallas. Yeah. So it should land 18 minutes after Chip and Kim. So they do all get tickets on that flight, but they still have to make it from Calgary to, to Denver, Denver. Yep. On an oversold flight. Yes. So they are book they're flying United from Calgary, Calgary to, to Denver, Denver and then American Airlines from Denver to Cal- to Dallas. But Chip and Kim are on United the whole way. Yes. So Christy is crying and she's literally at the desk, like her head in her hands, and she's like, We just lost a million dollars. We just and the agent's like standing there just looking at her. Yeah. Like, Okay. And like <laughs> this happens a lot. Like, why do you think these people care? Like yeah. they are not going they can't just like magically make seats appear because you say you're gonna win a million dollars. Yeah. But they do end up saying, Well, we're gonna try and get people moved off the flight so you guys can get on. And they're yeah. like, really? Oh my gosh. And they they somehow get four free yeah. seats for Brandon and Nicole and Colin and Christy. So I guess the crying worked. But just the lady's face when she was like crying, she was just kind of like standing there like, okay, this is awkward. <laughs> so they all get on that flight. And this is when Chip is looking defeated. He's like, oh, dang, I shouldn't have celebrated so much. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they're just going to be caught up. So they all land in Denver. And Colin and Christy and Brandon and Nicole book it to united united to try and get on the flight the same one as shipping kim mm-hmm. to dallas and colin he like walks up he's like hello ma'am like this is the nicest he's ever spoken yeah, he's this like, whole season hello wendy yeah <laughs> we would like to blah, 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 blah. like the nicest he's ever his voice has ever been and i'm like oh that just kind of annoyed me. gives me the ick yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the problem that they find out is they say we can't put you on this flight because your bags are checked on American. And they're like, but we don't even care. Like just like you can throw away yeah. the stuff. We don't care. <laughs> throw stuff away or we'll come and get it in doubt at the airport tomorrow. Or like we really don't even care about that stuff. Like just let us on this flight. And they're like, no, it's an FAA rule. You cannot leave your bag. And they're like so mad about that. And like Brandon they're is like, like begging. Yeah, please any please and the guy's like no like we were not we're not gonna let you on this flight and brandon's like well what do we do now he's like i suggest you hightail it over to american yeah (laughs) and and get on the flight that you're booked on (laughs) and um he's like and uh brandon's like those darn bags (laughs) yeah because that's pretty much like the only reason they can't get on that flight yeah i was thinking like how did we get on our flight to london i was thinking the same thing because but we were on the same airline okay i guess that makes more sense because i was like did we break the law federal law we (laughs) left our bags on a different plane than what we were on but it was the same different airport (laughs) yeah at a different airport it was the same airline and this was like very much right after 9-11 maybe rules have mm. changed since then yeah. about that kind of stuff they were True. probably being like extra secure yeah anyway so they can't get on that flight because of their bags 
Or boxes, really. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just didn't even understand. Why did they put it in boxes? Like, why don't just take your bag and just yeah. leave it? Like, if you're going to leave your stuff. Yeah, because if they hadn't checked anything, they just carried a bag, you know? Yeah. The problem, there wouldn't have been a problem with checking anything. But they checked the boxes to have their hands free. It's so then weird. I'm like... If we're like at the second to last or we're on the last leg and we're heading to the pit stop city and we just like wanted our stuff to be like sent home, like do you use that $630 to like pay for postage to send stuff home or can you like, or like do you leave it at the hotel receptionist and be like, can you mail this to this address? We'll pay for shipping as it arrives or something. I don't know. Like. I just feel like there was a lot of other options that they could have done. Yeah. But they didn't know that this was a federal law that they couldn't Obviously. just leave their bags. So moral of the story is neither of them make it on the United flight with Chip and Kim. And that is a, a game deal. changer. Yeah. Because, yeah. They are Chip and Kim land in Dallas at 106. And they get in a taxi. The other teams land at 116. Yeah. They were only 10 minutes behind. So this is very close still. Mm-hmm. And they're both hopeful. They're like, we can catch up. We can catch up. Like Chip and Kim yeah. might make a mistake. They might get lost. We are not out of it yet. We just yeah. got to keep going. That's after Christy face plants it in the oh, yeah. airport. <laughs> that looks mm. awful. That would be embarrassing. I know. More than it would hurt. Yeah, but. I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> Which is my biggest fear. <laughs> I'm more afraid of being embarrassed than I am of losing a million dollars. Yes. <laughs> and Colin's driver is there waiting for him, which was a really good idea. And, and then, he was a fantastic driver. Yeah, he was. <laughs> um, but Nicole, Nikki, she like goes up to a cab driver and she's like, how fast do you drive? He's like, slow. <laughs> 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 at least he was honest oh I my know. gosh like good she asked because yeah they, they would have just been one. yelling at you the whole time <laughs> like i've never heard him ask that yet on the race like how fast do you drive he's like slow, slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't know like other countries they're so eager to get people in their car yeah and they're, they're like well, we'll drive fast for you. Yeah. He's like, slow. <laughs> He's having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the cab that they ended up getting in, too, they were like, you got to go fast. And he's like, this isn't a raceway. This is a highway mm-hmm. or something like that. So. Yeah. Can't catch a break with these taxis. <laughs> Chip and Kim get to the flag at, they're at the Fort Stock- Worth Stockyard. Yeah, Stockyards. And, well, I'm just going to hurry and tell you about this place before we move on. Um. So Dallas is in Texas. <laughs> it's in the Dallas-Fort Worth metro area. It's the fourth largest metropolitan area in the United States with about 7.5 million people. But Dallas is about 1.3 million with the ninth most populous city in the U.S. The third most populous in Texas after Houston and San Antonio. And Dallas and Fort Worth were developed because they were an area for like railroad lines to go through for cotton, cattle, and oil and developed from there. 
And Dallas-Fort Worth has 23 Fortune 500 companies based there, the fourth most in the United States. And Dallas is the fifth most diverse city in the United States. And the tech, the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport is the fourth busiest airport in the world. I've been to that one a couple times. And the largest in Texas. The fourth busiest in the world. That's really busy. Yeah. And... It drives me crazy because, like, American Airlines is a huge hub in Dallas. Um, and American Airlines always has, like, 40-minute layovers in Dallas. Oh. And I'm like, no, there's no way that you would make that unless you were one single young athletic person with no stuff and sat in the very front of the airplane and like if the timing and circumstances were just exactly right would you make a 40 minute layover at the dallas airport yeah and they do that all the time so they're setting people up for failure yeah (laughs) and clients are like well why won't you book me on this flight i'm like you can book yourself on that flight if you want to but i will not book you on that one because i'm going to be on the phone changing your flights after you miss it yeah so Anyway, interesting. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde are from Dallas. I didn't know that. And are they? I didn't even know they were real people. I thought that was a oh really a myth, like a f- fictional couple. No, they're real. Huh. The Dallas Zoo opened up with only four animals. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah. And yeah, the the Dallas Cowboys used to be called the Steers. Oh, interesting. Jeff went, because he grew up two hours east of Dallas, so Dallas was like their main city that they would go to for stuff. So they went to like Six Flags all the time, and they would fly out of Dallas if they ever flew. Yeah. So I've never been anywhere except for the airport in Dallas. I've only been to San Antonio in Texas. I've been to Amarillo. It was actually quite a cute town. (laughs) That's cool. Because you just drove through like mm-hmm. all of Texas. Yeah, like up in the panhandle of Texas. Oh. So it was like the shortest part of Texas that you could drive through. Yeah. Because Texas is very large. Yeah. Well, Chip and Kim get to the stockyards. And the clue says, the final clue of the race is waiting inside this glass box. Grab, Grab the key under your picture. Search the maze for a clue box. With a picture. (laughs) Then take that picture, find your way back out of the maze, and place the picture on the board. Then repeat that process for the second location. But this time you'll get a key to open a a glass box and get your final clue. Yeah. So the maze is like these wooden... Like it kind of just looks looks like what cattle go through to get branded. Yeah, like shoots and stuff like that. But it's obviously set up as just like a maze. And looks... It's, like, big and confusing. Yeah. At first, uh, Chip and Kim pass by the first box, and they find the second box first, and then they have to go back to the first box and get their picture, and they take it out, go back in the maze, and find the second box, and they get the clue. And it's the final clue. It says, it's almost over. Find Tremel Crow Park and run to the finish line. And as Kim's reading it, she's like, gets choked up. Yeah. They know that they're first. They 
I don't know. They have a really good shot of winning right now. <laughs> yes. But as they are driving away from the stockyard, Colin and Christy are driving in. So they're not that far ahead. No, they're not. And their taxi driver says that it's like, it's Friday, this time of day, like could be a lot of traffic. Yeah. So they are headed there. They kind of get stuck in traffic. And then Colin and Christy start doing the maze. Brandon and Nicole show up. So they're kind of in there at the same time and like running into each other. Can you imagine like all three teams in there at the same time? That would have been like, (laughs) yeah, chaos. Yeah. Colin has like a good strategy. He's like always the first time through always go to the left and also look above us for like a reference like get your bearings. of where we are yeah. and they do it pretty quickly and chip and kim are stuck in traffic and their driver is like driving on the shoulder of well the colin road. and christie's yeah yeah he yeah he he's drives like, and he's honking his horn and just driving on the shoulder of the freeway so he's like passing everybody and i was like holy cow are they gonna we know they don't win. But. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. If I had not known that they don't win, I you would have thought, thought they were going to win. Because <laughs> their driver literally was passing everybody yeah. on the freeway. So and it must I'm have like, took them a little bit longer in the maze than it made it seem. Yeah. And I'm like, they don't win, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not wrong. I know they don't win. Because they don't. Because Chip and Kim get to the park first and they get to the mat and they are the winners of the amazing race season five phil says well chip pays his driver he's like you can go now you've made me a millionaire yeah (laughs) the driver's probably like huh i want some more money (laughs) phil says i hope chip gave him all that 632 (laughs) dollars yeah yeah they probably he probably did tip him a lot because he's a good tipper yeah (laughs) okay so phil says six continents 11 countries 72,000 miles so those countries were as a just a refresher we started in uruguay with 12 teams seemed like a million years ago yeah it does (laughs) then to argentina russia egypt tanzania dubai or uae UAE, india new zealand philippines canada texas they jumped around kind of a lot yeah It was kind of like up, down, up, down, up, down. And the only time we spent in Europe was Russia, which is so different, which is good that they changed it up. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I really liked this route. I liked the destinations that we went to. Our first time to Canada, our first time to um, Argentina, Uruguay, Russia, Egypt, Tanzania. Yeah. Philippines. I don't think that was the first time in Tanzania, though, was it? Didn't we go there in season one? Mm-mm. Didn't they go to that waterfall? That or was they in Zambia. The... Oh, okay. Okay. First time to a lot of places. Pretty much India and New Zealand were the only repeats, right? Yeah. Nice. It was a good, a, a good set of teams. Like, most of the teams were pretty likable. Yeah. And... There was just enough... Just enough drama and just enough, like, race tiffs to make mm-hmm. it interesting. Mm-hmm. But not so much that it was annoying or, like... Yes. I mean, Colin and Chrissy were kind of annoying at some points. But, yeah, it was... It really was a good season. And I'm just sitting there watching it and I'm like, 
crying and i know I'm, why like, do i cry so, every time yeah chip picks phil up he's like crying and like they're so happy and it's so fun to see all the teams again just standing at the side and i think they were happy to see that chip and kim were the yeah. winners that footage of allison that they had to like crop her in it looked pretty it looked seamless good. yeah i was keeping an eye out for it i rewound like, it a couple times and i'm like you can't even tell uh-uh. and when chip's on the mat he's like twins come here and gives him a hug and he just had amazing things to say about Kim, and she had good things to say about him. And as they're yeah. doing their little spiel, Colin and Christy arrive. Yeah, not far behind them. Yeah. So they're team number two, and Colin is saying like how much he loves Christy, and he's kind of getting emotional too. Mm-hmm. And I was he like, said- overall, like I was expecting so much worse out of him this season. Yeah. But it really wasn't as bad as we yeah. were expecting. Yeah. So. I agree. And he even says, Chip and Kim deserved it. We're so glad you won. And he yeah. hugs them and stuff. I'm like, you just said you didn't want them to win. <laughs> but Phil says when Ch- uh, Colin and Chrissy come up, he's like, you've been one of the most competitive teams on this race. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that he pointed that out to them. Because <laughs> they have been competitive. They've done really good. They've been first a lot. Yeah. But. And if. If they would have gotten on that flight, they probably would have won. Yeah. I agree. Especially with that taxi with that driver. driver. <laughs> the driver would have won. I hope they paid him real good, too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> then Brandon and Nicole are team number three. And it's interesting because Nicole says, I'm more in love with Brandon now after the race. Oh, yeah. And Brandon earlier was like, I just don't know if I'm feeling this right now. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what you and say it's, about uh, them. I mean, it makes sense because Brandon did pretty much everything uh-huh and nicole didn't even seem like she wanted to be there and he had to like pull her along most of the time and yeah so of course she liked him because yeah he, he did all the always work. supported her and yeah he did and, but was... guess her a lot on the detour yeah o- options but yeah but and then when he had his own opinion about things she didn't like that yeah like the money oh what, yeah what, what was the specific one when they were in tanzania i think and he Oh, yeah, when the taxi driver wanted 10 more dollars and oh yeah, she, like, wouldn't give it to him. And he's like, just give him the money. She's like, are you serious? And just, like, threw it on the ground. Yeah. Like I said, they've all been good seasons, but this is my favorite one so far. But I probably just think that because it's the most recent one I've watched <laughs> as well. I found out where they had Sequesterville this Oh, good. Season. I was going to ask. Yeah. Can you guess where it is? Um, Dubai. No. Oh, that would be a cool place to... Yeah. <laughs> so it's not even in a place where they visited. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Chiang Mai, Thailand. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So everybody who was in South America... Had at to the go very to beginning, <laughs> Had to go to Thailand to yeah. go to Texas. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. How sad for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had to go to Thailand. <laughs> Well, let's find out what the final three teams are up to these days. Do you think Brandon and Nicole stayed together? No. I didn't think they would either. And they didn't. They broke up. It doesn't say exactly when, but they broke up after the race at some point. And Brandon. Okay, let's see. Brandon did... 10 out of 11 roadblocks. The only one Nicole did was the caviar. 
<laughs> that was the worst one. So she was probably like, I am not doing any more of these. <laughs> they, their average was 3.31. They took first in leg two and in leg 12. They did have their non-elimination in leg nine. But other than that, they were like top five pretty much the rest of the time. So they did pretty well. And Brandon is married and has it's well, this is, has he has three children, but I think he has four now. I think he has uh, a new baby. Nice. And his hair is shorter and it's like way darker. Huh. He looks that was his modeling hair. Yeah. He looks older now. Because he is older, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, his wife is super pretty. They have a cute family. He looks like he works at like a bank (laughs) or like a like a very professional. Yeah, like a real estate investor. Not the surfer boy, blonde, curly. Yeah, Brandon slowly veered away from modeling and now works locally in Texas. Um, he worked at the city church in Texas and continues to flourish personally and professionally. <laughs> Nicole, there is a little bit more information about her. Cause if you remember, she was like Miss Texas, Miss Teen USA, Texas, mm-hmm. whatever. So she has a little bit more public persona and she looks, so she's like 41 now. She looks like a different person. Really? And there is absolutely nothing wrong with getting plastic surgery. But you can tell that she's like had a, a nose job and like a, a facelift or something. Like, Are you going to show me? Um. Yes. Oh, yeah. She looks very different. She kind of looks like Christy almost. Yeah. <laughs> In some of the pictures that I was looking at. And so she... Um, was involved with, like, the Miss USA program. She currently owns a company called Creations by Nikki Lassiter, which is, like, um, handbags and accessories and stuff. And some of the her bios say that she was married to a guy named Brad Ballard. And some of her bios mar- say that she's married to somebody named somebody Lassiter. So oh. she might have been married and divorced and married again. Okay. <clears throat> and she's a stepmom to Mr. Lassiter's children. <laughs> so, yeah, these are like the handbags she does. It's just like blingy. Like actual like, Louis, Vuitton, Louis Vuitton? I don't know because it's not that expensive. It's only, oh, well, yeah, it is. It's 550 But she's been like diagnosed with a bunch of autoimmune diseases. Hmm. And so she does like a lot of like advocacy work for that and and stuff like that. So that is Nicole. Um, Ehlers Danlos syndrome, postural tachycardia, past or mast cell activation syndrome. So these are all autoimmune disorders. Doesn't sound good. I know. And then also along with those, dys- dysautonomania. 
<laughs> dysautonomia and Raynaud syndrome. So, yeah, it sounds like she's had some health issues, but she still is, like, working her business and says that it's, like, therapy for her and all that. So, and then, who's next? Colin and Christy. Colin and Christy. They did not get married, but they are still together. Uh-huh. They are life partners. That makes it sound like same-sex couple, but yeah. <laughs> no, they're they're together. They have two kids. Okay, Christy. Looks exactly the same. They come back for season 31, obviously. And Colin is a totally transformed person on mm-hmm. season 31. Has done some real I think both of them are. Yeah. Really. Have done a lot of work on themselves. But yeah, they have two kids. They um well, she doesn't have like any super recent posts. 2018 was the last one. But she's a intuitive life coach and a Reiki master healer. (laughs) I've been hearing about Reiki lately and I don't know what that is. But I'm very interested to. I go. I've been going to one. Oh yeah. And I really, really like it. What is it? It's like an energy healer. Huh. They like. I mean, this sounds very woo woo, but <laughs> it's all right. It makes me feel better. So, okay. <laughs> but they like align your energy chakras to make it so your energy can flow. Like, if there's parts in your life that are, like, you're not feeling like yourself or struggling, a lot of times your energy can be blocked and you open up those energies. And and also they take a lot of negative energy out, like, away from you. And they can read your energy and say, like, you're feeling this way. So it seems like they're kind of in that field. Like, the life coach, intuitive healing field. And it seems like they're... Happy and healthy and thriving. So that's great. And we will see them again in a long time. (laughs) Yeah. So our winners, Chip and Kim. Oh, wait. Did I say... Hold on. I got to go back to Colin and Christy because we have to see what their race statistics are. Oh, yeah. Colin did... 10 roadblocks. Christy did one. And she also did the caviar. Yeah. Their average was 2.46. So, so far, like, pretty much as they've gotten eliminated, they're, like, right at their average. I think it'll be different for Chip and Kim, though. But, um, let me find... They took first place six times. Wow. They took last in season, I mean, in leg 11 when they were, it was the non-elimination leg. Their worst place was seventh out of 11 on leg one. And then they were six, one, two, one, one, two, one, 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 four, three, two. So they did most excellently. (laughs) It says, after Amazing Race 5 aired, Colin proposed to Christy on the early show. 
but they never did get married. Hmm. They were invited to participate in Amazing Race All-Stars, the first All-Star season, but Christy was pregnant, so she couldn't. they couldn't do it then. Uh-huh. And <laughs> in a post-race interview, Colin and Christy revealed that they were disappointed that their edit was skewed. There's, was it really? <laughs> I know. I was like, when you're yelling at an ox in a field, yeah. like, there's really not any and way that they can edit that to make it look like what it's not. <laughs> yeah, and yelling at your partner like that. Yeah. Like. And then they are the first team to win three consecutive legs, the first team to win six legs in a single season, first team to win a leg before any other team arrived in that country, the first team to be yielded. And with a span of 26 seasons slash 15 years, Colin and Christy hold the record for the longest period between appearances on the race. They're tied with Tyler and Corey for the most legs won by a team. I love Tyler and Corey so much. (laughs) Okay, now we can move on to Chip and Kim. We're very excited. We love that they won. Yes, I've we've liked them from day one. And we said in episode one that we thought they would be in the final three. They did definitely even though they came they did made that huge mistake in the first episode, we still wanted them to be in the final three and predicted that. Yes. Chip is now sixty six. Kim <laughs> is sixty three. Their average was three point three nine. So yeah. But they took first overall. They won four legs. They, oh, Chip did 10 roadblocks and Kim did one. Wow. And I'm pretty sure that next season is when they change it. Probably because in all three of these final teams, the male did almost all of the roadblocks. And that's not fair. Yeah. And there's a lot of people actually that were like, um, like, Karen and Linda as an all-female team mm-hmm. like if another female would have had to do the the ascend thing the, yeah the ascend then they probably might they might have had a better chance yep so like if Nicole had to do that ascend thing oh yeah I she would take her forever Karen would have beat her yeah so I am definitely glad I think that's an uh, that's a great change that they make I yes. think it just makes it more fair for sure overall yeah so post-race Kim and Chip competed on Battle of the Network Reality Stars in 2005. What even is that? I have no idea. They were disappointed that they didn't receive a call from CBS to be on Amazing Race All-Stars. But they won. But they won. I know. They, um, they were the first team to arrive first on a leg but not be allowed to check in. No, that's not true. Oh, first on the first leg. Yeah, that was their big mistake right yeah. there. They were the first team to use a yield. The first African-American team to win the race. They're the first, like, non-white team at all. Yeah. Um, First team to win no, with... Not, you mean at all or to win the race? Uh, to win so far. Oh, I thought you meant, like, on the race, period. Oh, no. Okay. The first non-white team to win so yeah. far. They were the first team to win without using a fast forward. The first co-ed couple to win the race. 
They were the second oldest team to win. They were an average of 45 while racing. And I th- I think that's still true. Like this, like even up to now, they're the second oldest team to win. Who's older than them? I don't know. Chip is t- Chip is tied with Brandon and Colin for most roadblocks done in a single race with both both performing 11. This record is unlikely to be broken doing <laughs> due to the rule change making yeah. it so that each team member can only must do at least 5 roadblocks. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be exactly even, but it ends up being pretty much even. Each team they have they have to do a minimum of 5. Oh, so okay. if there's like 12 legs it can be 5 and 7. Okay. But it has to be at least five. So they are now real estate agents. They own their own real estate real estate company and a company called People Star Filmworks. But they're still married and still working together. So they must really, really <laughs> like each other. <laughs> I think they do. And I'm glad they they're so sweet and they're so happy and in love. I think Chip is on Chip is on Facebook. Like there's like regular posts. Maybe I'll reach out to him. We should this is what he looks like now. Oh yeah. He looks a lot the same. He's almost seventy. Yeah. So I mean yeah, he looks the same, just older. He didn't have any hair then and he doesn't, doesn't have, hair, have now. hair now. <laughs> that makes a big difference. Is there any other final things that we want to add about the season in general or the teams? I think we kind of covered most of it. Yeah, I think I think we did our job. Yes. <laughs> it's Not a good that one. we get paid for this job, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still fun for us. And season six, I have said in the past, is the whole reason that we started this podcast. So I'm excited. Because you know who wins and stuff. Yeah. I know who wins. I, I don't remember the places that they go still. It's very – it's hard to keep it all straight. Oh, yeah. I already have forgot a lot of stuff from the first four yeah. seasons that we just watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will – I'll be interested to see your opinions on next season because there are definitely some memorable teams and some doozies out yeah. there. For season six. Okay. So, well, that's going to be coming out in December. December. Oh my gosh. So stay tuned for season six. We know you guys are listening <laughs> <laughs> because we have quite a few plays on each episode and in general, like total plays. So follow us on Instagram and reach out to us and communicate with us and let us know what you think. Because. Yeah. We want to hear from you and we want to see who's listening. Yeah, we're like, it seems like it's steadily growing. We're only in season five. We have 30 more to go. So hopefully. (laughs) And hopefully more after that. Yes. Sadie asked me today when we're going to apply for the race. Yeah. And we should do it. We have to do one that films in the summer. Why? Oh, because your job. Because I have to work. (laughs) Well. Uh, okay (laughs) but yeah thanks for following along with us on this season and we can't wait to see you next season for season six (laughs) we've said season a lot yeah but thanks for listening bye
Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at The Amazing Rewatch, or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review, and share with your friends, and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening. Bye.